It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. And here we go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. This is your daily source of Cincinnati Reds talk throughout this whole safe in place, safe in home, all that good stuff. I'm happy to be here with you today. I'm happy that you're listening to some good old Cincinnati Reds baseball talk. Today we've got some fun topics on tap going to be talking about some do-overs. I'm going to present this topic to you. I want a lot of interaction with this. We're going to call for Locked On Reds Line stuff, Twitter stuff, whatever you've got. We're looking at Cincinnati Reds do-overs over the course of the franchise. Also, I have some Locked On Reds Line stuff to get to. going to answer a few things. And, of course, our KBO Minute here in just a moment, but I wanted to remind you that we are presented to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for the best tasting bar, protein bar that is, on the market, look no further than Built Bar. Grab yourself a German chocolate cake protein bar today by Built Bar. Very, very tasty. And you can do so at BuiltBar.com. You enter the promo code Locked On at checkout to get $10 off your forced order. That's BuiltBar.com, promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. So real quick, before we jump into today's main topic, a KBO Minute, our friends, the Samsung Lions, starting off a little rough so far. 0-3, they are playing the Kia Tigers as I speak right now. Kia Tigers compared to the New York Yankees of Korean baseball. So hopefully... The Lions can notch their first win of the season. This topic is something that's been kicked around the sports talk world today and a couple of days ago. The Athletic tweeted out about do-overs. Your team, which do-over would you like to have? That sort of thing, whether it be a transaction, a game, a move made during the game, stuff like that. So I presented the question through Locked On Reds on Twitter And we've gotten a couple of responses to it. Matt O'Neill says, how about drafting a different Mike in 2009? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool if they could go back and draft Mike Trout. (laughs) Shout out to the Locked On A's podcast. They responded, the 1990 World Series. Sorry, A's, that's not what we're looking for. We're pretty happy with the way that the 1990 World Series went. And DJ, he had a 1A and a 1B. 1A. Don't trade Frank Robinson. I think every single Reds fan in the entire world can tell you how bad that trade is. Totally agree with that. And also, don't do the Homer Bailey contract. Again, another 
pretty uh, universal thought when it comes to Reds fans. I have an expansion on that thought process, though, because we all come to the conclusion, yeah, we, we don't want the Reds, if we could go back you know, to 2014, I think is when it was, it was like February 2014 that that got finalized. If we could go back and stop the Reds from doing that, we would. But where we would spend the money kind of differs. I I pressed DJ a little bit to see what he thought. He's like, you know, we could look at free agents. Nelson Cruz was a free agent back then, and that would have been interesting. Here's my thought. Shinsu Chu. Chu had an amazing season in 2013. He was lighting the world on fire with on-base percentage, was a great leadoff hitter for the Reds. He he bucked the trend of the typical Dusty Baker leadoff hitter in that he wasn't a super fast guy. He was just really good at getting on base and pretty good at hitting the ball as well. What if they allocated the money they would have given to Homer Bailey to Shinsu Chu? And you've got a dude who has a career 122 OPS plus as your leadoff hitter for the last six years. I'm pretty happy with that. And look, I mean, I know his deal was more expensive than Homer Bailey's. He made more money over the last six years than Homer Bailey has. But at the same token, maybe the Reds could have ponied up something there because it was a foregone conclusion. And I know that this is more than just a, well, they didn't give the contract to Homer Bailey, then they give the contract to Chu. I know that Billy Hamilton was waiting in the wings, and that was kind of the whole deal. Almost like a wink, wink, nod, nod sort of thing that Chu understood he wasn't going to be a red past 2013 because of Billy Hamilton. What if we go back and we revisit not only the Homer Bailey contract, but we revisit the fervor and enthusiasm that we all had for Billy Hamilton? We all saw the signs offensively. You can go back and you can look at some of his stats in the minors and say, well, it didn't look like he was that bad. Everyone knew that his plate discipline had to improve. Everyone knew that his eye wasn't exactly where they wanted it to be, but they're like, no, but he's so fast, and he's so good on defense. He's got a great glove, and he's so fast, and I I mean, I'm, I'm first to say I saw him play in double A in Huntsville, and he was a lot of fun to watch. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, man, I cannot wait for this dude to hit leadoff for the Reds. What if we are honest with ourselves? Our friend Chad Dotson over at Red Lead Nation Radio always says that hope is not a strategy. And if we're honest with ourselves, the main thought that we had with Billy Hamilton was we hope that his plate discipline can get better as he progresses through the minors and as we call him up to the major leagues we hope that he can have a better eye and discern what pitches to swing at never happened still hasn't happened if you look at their careers they differ very greatly Shinsu Chu much much better career than Billy Hamilton and I know hindsight's 2020 but that's what's fun about this do-over thing you have hindsight in order to look back and say, eh, let's let's have a do-over on this. So I like 
the idea that DJ had at Union underscore sports on Twitter. Uh, don't do the Homer Bailey contract and then expound on that. I'd love to have gone back and seen, seen them allocate that money toward keeping Shin Su Chu. I almost think, and, and there's no way of actually proving this, but I, I think that the way that the front office currently operates is so different from the way that the front office operated back then that this front office might have actually made that move. I don't know. That Maybe that's giving him too much credit. I don't know. But when you look at not giving the money to Homer Bailey, giving that money to Shinsu Chu, very interesting thought process for me. And then our buddy JoJo Jammer at win one Super Bowl says the 99 playoff with the Mets. Yeah, you know, go back, do that over, tell everyone at Riverfront Stadium, don't let Al Leiter into the stadium. That's what I'm okay with that. But let me know your thoughts. What's the one do-over? If you could go back in Reds history, and I'm talking Reds history, one do-over that you could have, what's that one do-over? Let me know on the Lockdown Reds line, 513-549-0159, or on Twitter, at Jeff Carr with three Fs, and at Lockdown Reds for the show's Twitter. And I'll, I'll retweet this. We'll have this going all weekend. Let's just have a fun baseball discussion about the Reds and some do-overs. Because who doesn't want to talk baseball right now? I always want to talk baseball. Here coming up, I'm going to answer some Locked On Reds line questions and uh, text messages that I've got there. But first, I want to remind you about our sponsor, Built Bar, and the deal that we've got. Look, they're the best tasting protein bar on the market. I got to tell you, it's, it's just all the f- good flavors that they have between German chocolate cake, mint chocolate cream. They've got some good nut flavors like peanut butter and almond, coconut almond, all that good stuff. But if you have a nut allergy, Built Bar processes their non-nut flavors in a completely different facility, so you don't even have to worry about all that. They are so health conscious that they go that far for you. Mint chocolate cream, all the good stuff like that, double chocolate mousse, and they're healthy too. When you compare them to Cliff Bar, say, they have half the calories, seven times less the carbs, and seven times less the sugar, and they still taste absolutely Amazing. Go grab one right now at builtbar.com. In the checkout, you enter promo code locked on. You'll get $10 off your first order. That's builtbar.com with the promo code L O C K E D O N. You're going to want to try Built Bar and then you're going to want to bring it along with you on every hike. It's a great snack, great thing to reach for if you just need a little something. That's BuiltBar.com and promo code locked on for $10 off your first order today. So looking at the Locked On Reds line, had a great question on there from our buddy Risto down in Jacksonville. He says, just a fun question, which Reds mascot is your favorite and why? Mine is Mr. Red because that's what I grew up with. Always like that smirk of a smile on his face too. Thanks for that question, Risto. When it comes to mascots, this is just pure fun. I mean, there's no right answer to this. Although, unless you guess Gapper. I don't know. I'm just not into Gapper. I think it's weird that the Reds decided to have an exact mascot that's 
the Philly fanatic? Like, when when did that happen? What does that have anything to do with the Reds? Anyway, not not Gapper, basically. It's between Rosie and Mr. Redlegs, and I think I got to give the edge to Mr. Redlegs because the mustache, you just can't beat that mustache. And plus, with the 150-year uh, celebration, that was the thing, you know? Get your stash on. It's all about the mustache. And I dig Mr. Redlegs. And the hat, too. The hat was amazing. So I, I'm going with Mr. Redlegs as my favorite, just a little bit ahead of Rosie, because Rosie is awesome. I mean, what what more can you say about it? And Mr. Red, is he's pretty cool, you know? I mean, when I was a kid, he was the main mascot. In fact, I don't ever really remember Red, Mr. Redlegs or Rosie. I like that they've been added in there. But, yeah, Mr. Redlegs is my favorite. Who knows, though? Maybe you've got a different take there. Maybe someone out there actually likes Gapper. I'm not really sure who. But, yeah, Gapper's there. Send me your take on the Locked On Reds line at 513-549-0159 or on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and at the show at Locked On Reds. That's really all we've got for you here today. Just wanted to send you off into the weekend with some fun thoughts. Remember... Hit me up with your do-over for the Reds franchise history. And let me know who your favorite mascot is. And send and keep sending in your questions, whatever you've got. Basically, ask me anything. If you want to know what my favorite car is, it's pretty much a Corvette. Really depends, though. If we're going to get like really specific, we can get even more specific than that. Because I love cars. Just send them on over on the Lockdown Reds line or on Twitter. But thank you so much for listening to today's episode. That's going to do it for us this week on the podcast. Make sure that you are subscribed on whatever platform you're currently listening to. And also follow the Facebook page. Just simply at Lockdown Reds on Facebook. Try to do some interactions there as well. Thank you guys so much. Now, tell your smart device to play Locked On Major League baseball. I'll talk to you guys next week. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.